Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Uh, let's bring in Marianne Mead Ward, Mayor, City of Burlington, and with us now. Uh, Marianne, thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. You're very welcome. For so, a very important story. So when did you first hear about this issue? When were you first aware there was a problem? A couple of days ago, reading your the articles in the media. And up until that point, nothing mentioned to this whatsoever. You sound uh, obviously upset that this is that was the first you'd heard of this. Well, there should be uh, mandatory reporting publicly, but also certainly to your partners. This is a shared water course. This, uh, you know, it, it's part of Aldershot. Uh, it's the watershed of Conservation Halton. Halton Region does uh, monitoring there. We have the Royal Botanical Gardens, which is shared with Hamilton. You know, we want to be good neighbors, and good neighbors uh, talk to each other when there's a problem. So have you talked to any officials in Hamilton regarding this? We are setting up calls uh, as we speak. We're, we're trying to get as much information as we can uh, about this. Our staff will bring a briefing to our council. We've asked for a briefing at Conservation Halton. I'll be in touch with Halton Region later today. There's a lot more uh, that we don't know, and we'll be looking for some answers as well. How does this affect Burlington? Obviously, uh, a boundary between Hamilton and Burlington. You talked about the RBG. What are your concerns? Well, the water quality. This is a public uh, safety, health and safety issue. It's also something that, because it's been uh, kept from the public as well as uh, area municipalities and partners, it's, it erodes trust, and we're going to have to work to, to rebuild that. There, there should be mandatory uh, requirement by the province for public reporting of any land, air, or water contamination uh, anywhere in the province, but particularly when you have shared borders like we do with Hamilton uh, in, in this situation. So, so that's that's a starter, and we're going to be working on that. But at, surely, as neighbor neighbors, we can uh, we can agree and commit to sharing that information and working together. The, there is water contamination, and it's happened at an astonishing, mind-boggling scale. The, the cleanup efforts are going to be massive. Um, and, you know, Burlington's already, you know, always been been ready to do our part. We did it with Randall Reef committing to $2 million to help clean that up, even though we didn't cause it. So we have always been willing partners to look after our watershed and, and make sure there's clean water for all of our residents. That's in the public interest. So we're ready to do our part, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like. Um, but you know, I think the bottom line is this is this is a serious public health issue, and uh, it exposes some failures of the system. Why wasn't it detected? Why weren't why wasn't there automatic uh, reporting? Uh, the monitoring that did uh, take place. I know the water is monitored. Why didn't that uh, cause an investigation sooner than the four years to nip this in the bud? There are many unanswered questions here uh, in terms of the system that we have to look into. What have you heard officially as to what may or may not have happened here? I mean, are you getting the majority of your information through the media? Has there been any sort of explanation to you as mayor as to what happened? We've received nothing official. We will be asking for that. And, and certainly we want that information to be publicly available as well. The public have a right to know. Uh, does this make us all look at our own systems? Are you concerned about everything that's feeding into the Great Lakes systems? 
Well, we do have uh, we do have water quality monitoring in uh, in Burlington. Halton Region does that for us. Conservation Halton does it in the watershed, which we of course share with Hamilton. And so we do regularly get those uh, those monitoring uh, water quality tests on our beaches and our, our waterways, uh, and we can issue advisories to the public. What uh, I think is an outstanding question in this case is that clearly. There were some early uh, warning signals based on on what we've read in the documents that there were some uh, high readings. And so the question is, you know, what why didn't that trigger uh, an early um, investigation that would have potentially identified the open gate earlier in the process? Would these... I, think, I think it's a fair question for us to know so that, you know, this should never happen again. We need to learn from this and make every change that we can to ensure this never does happen again. Wouldn't these systems be consistent from municipality to municipality as far as wastewater and sewage and and such going into the Great Lakes? Well, you know, that's another another, uh, question that we need to get to the bottom of. We need to get the answer to that. And um, and and I think the monitoring piece is the key. You can have the regulations, but if you're not monitoring it and taking appropriate action on the basis of that and letting the public know, uh, I guess my question that, I guess my question here is Marianne is is that you know obviously every municipality every city's got to do this. Any idea and this is tricky speculation at this point. Any idea how this could have happened? How something could have accidentally been left open? If that is the case. Well, that's what we have to get to the bottom of. I mean, that, that, is, that is the question. How could this have happened? Uh, not just how could it have happened, leaving a gate open, but how could it have gone undetected for four years, uh, leading to the massive spill that, that we you know, now apparently find ourselves with? So, so that is the question. You know, there, it, it seems that whatever sort of fail-safe points were along the way didn't keep us safe, and they failed. How concerned, disturbed are you? That's one problem. The other problem is it appears that it was kept secret. Well, the the, the biggest problem, of course, uh, and what's most disturbing is the impact on uh, on the public and our ecology in this area and our potential water quality. Some of that water uh, obviously goes to Hamilton residents. Some of it goes to Burlington residents. That's the biggest issue. The uh, the other issues are, uh, you know, what failed in the system and why wasn't there notification? Those are those are very key questions uh, as we try to make sure that something like this never happens again. Uh, it appears this was initially, uh, this concern initially started with residents and people in and around the area that started to notice that something was going wrong, something was awry, things, you know, I guess every spring there's issues that we always be concerned about, but something was abnormal. Uh, are you surprised it took four years for this to sort of come to the surface, even with citizens noticing? Well, clearly something something failed uh, along the way. Uh, you know, the fail-safes failed. <laughs> And uh, residents noticed uh, there were, you know, based on the reports that we're seeing in the media, Royal Botanical Gardens um, noticed some some concerning readings. Uh, we don't yet know what, um, you know, the MOE saw or the region. These are outstanding questions. But, you know, clearly there were opportunities uh, that something wasn't quite right. And so the question we all need, need to ask ourselves is, um, you know what? Uh, what are what are the trigger points to do a deep investigation? You know what? What did people know? When did they know it? And what did they do about it? 
uh, at the time, and those are still un- unanswered questions. Uh, will this lead to more discussion in and around infrastructure and how, uh, if we have the capacity for this sort of thing, uh, do we have the capacity for uh, these sorts of runoffs and, and how it is managed? Well, clearly that is part of the equation. Um, in in Burlington, we have separated our rainwater and our sewer so that the you know the sewer goes straight to our water treatment plant and the holding tank there. Uh, I know Hamilton has some older infrastructure, and so there's combined sewer and rain uh, and an overflow tank. Um, you know, it's a legitimate uh, question to be asked in terms of of you know what what are the next steps in, in, in managing, uh, managing our water system. Our water is our most precious resource. We can't live without it and we can't contaminate it. When do you hope to know more? Uh, you're talking about uh, meetings. You, you're, you're in the stages of planning meetings with officials in Hamilton and such. When do you hope to know more and, and tell citizens more? Soon as I know, you're going to know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this this is an ongoing conversation. I think this is going to take some time to unravel, to get answers to all of the questions that, that we have, and I know that residents have, to get some uh, assurance that we know what happened and why, and, and then we know how to make sure that this will never happen again. That is going to take some time, uh, but this is, this is a priority uh, focus for us right now. Uh, and I know it is for um, for the residents in Hamilton and and the officials in Hamilton as well. Any idea what this will uh, what's involved in cleaning this up? Uh, obviously, the problem has been discovered. Uh, any idea as to or, or estimated costs or anything or how much effort is going to be needed in order to reverse this? Well, the you know twenty four billion liters. How do you even begin yeah. to address an issue like that? It is of a Randall Reef scale, and we know what that costs. That that was that required federal, uh, municipal, regional contributions. And again, you know Burlington financially contributed to that because we recognize this is a shared water uh, resource. So you know this is of that scale. This is this is huge. Marianne Mead Ward has been with us, Mayor for the City of Burlington. Marianne, thanks so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.